I, I want to welcome you to today's edition of The Bradley Hall Show. And I am your host, The Bradley Hall. All right. Hi, everybody. I am uh, I'm Bradley Hall, and uh, this is my first podcast, to be quite frank. I am the owner of TheBradleyHall.com and LifeAndTruthAcademy.com. Uh, I started this pod- podcast. I'm a, I'm a trauma recovery coach and a mindfulness instructor and a holistic life coach. And I started this podcast uh, to help facilitate conversation around those things and to, to bring uh, awareness and attention to some of those things. And it's something I thought about doing for a long time. So uh, here we are. Um, I I study a lot of this stuff naturally. I've, I've been a, done a lot of reading for, for many years. Uh, on these subjects, they, they interest me naturally, especially the holistic health uh, kind of thing with nutrition, fitness, uh, mental health, relationships, kind of the whole thing, and, and that's what the things we'll talk about. Uh, I look for cutting-edge information, things that new studies that are coming out, and I read studies, and uh, I try to stay at the forefront of all these subjects, and that's why this podcast will be different, uh, because we won't be regurgitating the same information that everyone else is throwing around. Uh, we're looking at, at new data and new information. To bring it to bring it to you to bring it to the forefront. Um, so as I said, I'll, I'll talk about uh, physical health, mental health, nutrition, exercise, meditation, relationships, maybe current events. I'm not a big fan of politics. Um, it can be very touchy, and you can alienate people. And and uh, but if we do, it'd be very balanced opinions and that kind of thing. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll see what that brings us. So um, new episodes will always drop at the first of the month. That's the plan for now. If um, we catch stuff fancy and uh, you know it gets popular, we may uh, we may increase the frequency there. We'll, fit, we'll see. So, um, today is really special to me uh, for being the first episode. I have um, it's not only our first podcast, but it's really cool. It's not only our first podcast, and it's not only a topic that's very special to me, especially recently. Uh, but both of my guests today are very, uh, very important people to me. Um, first, here on my right is my nephew Jeff. Um, we're very close. He grew up, grew up with both my sons, basically like a son to me. You guys were like brothers. Um, you certainly acted like it when you were teenagers, and uh, I would get calls to come get you too. Um, and shortly after we moved to Florida, Jeff moved down, decided he wanted to move down with us. Um, and he just lives, what, a mile away? Yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm glad you're here, yeah, Jeff. Thanks, man. Uh, this uh, handsome guy here on my left uh, is a very old friend of mine. I shouldn't use the word old, should I? Uh, I am old. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You are, uh, you are 50, right? It's fair. Will be Will this be. year. Okay. Yeah. We we were friends in high school and um, it was it was, it was weird. We were just you brought this up earlier. It was a very short period of time that we hung out, probably a year, year and a half. Yeah, senior um, year, my senior year, your junior. Yeah, but but we clicked. Um, we think a lot alike. We we act a lot alike. We acted a lot alike, good or bad. I don't know. <laughs> um, people often mistake this for brothers. I'm sure that more than a few times the resemblance is uncanny. People can. Um, we went our separate ways, and I grew up a little bit, reconnected to Facebook, and actually this week was the first time we had uh, spent any time together in uh, 
30 years. At least right around 30 years. We'd seen yeah. each other in maybe in passing in a, in a parking lot to and from a store yeah. kind of thing. But yeah, any yeah. real quality time. Yeah. But you, you and your wife came in mm -hmm. and uh, it was seamless, right? I think yeah. you spent like six or seven hours here and it was like you've been coming over every weekend for 30 years. Pretty much, yeah. It's winter, yeah. you know, winter in Indiana. We want to get out, get away. Uh, I, I, you know, always kidding you about cold being 60 degrees, but come down, enjoy some sun, and enjoy company with yeah. old friends, you know? Yeah. We kindle old friend relationships. Yeah, yeah. It's great yeah. to be here. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you're here. So, um, all right, so today's topic is is um, about DNA. And uh, many of you know, many of my followers know that I'm an MPE, and MPE stands for Not Parent Expected. And... This means that I discovered through a DNA test, or actually confirmed through a DNA test in 2017, that the person that I thought was my father was not my biological father. Uh, I learned that uh, my biological father passed away in 2004, and I never got a chance to meet him. It's been a roller coaster of emotions, as I can, I'm sure you can imagine, for the last two years. Um, I actually discovered an, uh, an amazing group, and this podcast really isn't about that group, but I feel I feel obligated to mention them. There's the MPE Fellowship is an organization. I joined a group on Facebook. When I joined, there were only three or 400 people there. Uh, that was two years ago. We now have over 7,000 people in this group. Um, and it's uh, it's just, it's exploded. And this has been a thing. These 7,000 people are all people who have discovered that one or both of their parents uh, isn't isn't their biological parent. And it's, it can be very, very, very disruptive to the person that it happens to. It, it disrupts your identity, who you thought you were is completely ripped out from underneath you. And it causes you to look at life and look at things a different way. And not only that, but it can cause a lot of problems with, uh, with the relationships with the current, the current family, but also the newly discovered family as well. So this MPE group didn't, it didn't really heal me as much as it it comforted me. Uh, it gave me it it put me in the middle of a uh, of a large group of people who were going through the same thing that I was going through. Let me know that I wasn't alone. I wasn't alienated. It gave me really a foundation to be able to to stand tall and strong as I heal myself, which is which is what uh, which is what is important. So I thought with uh, starting this podcast and and and. Recently going through this and, and working with a lot of people in the group uh, as, a, as, as a life coach and a trauma recovery coach, I thought this was a great topic to, uh, to start this podcast on. So, um, so let, uh, Jeff, I want to I talk to you a little bit. Um, Jeff, you want to uh, you want to start off? You, you want me to ask you some questions or you just want to uh, start yeah. off? Sure. Shoot, what do you got? Okay, well, let, let's go with the easy one. Why are you here today? Uh, well, I'm here today because, uh, as you said, the topic is uh, MPE, not parent expected. And uh, what was it, two Christmases ago that I got the ancestry test? Uh, you got me the ancestry test for Christmas uh, as a gift. And uh, what was it, a month and a half later or so, I got the results back. And uh, the first week or so, uh, everything was normal, you know what I mean? It wasn't anything crazy on there that I didn't really expect. And then one day I got on to, uh, to check my results and see if anything else had happened. And uh, sure enough, a uh, name came up with a 
relation to me that I definitely didn't expect and told me that Chris here was uh, was my actual father. This guy. That's right. Okay. We 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 got to that a little quicker than than I hoped, <laughs> but. Uh, you know, we're still, uh, I, I, want, I want this to be a natural conversation, natural flow. So, um, so Chris's name popped up. Did you recognize the name when it popped up? Uh, I did. Okay. Um, which, you know, be, we went to uh, Huntington Beach, California in uh, the summer, uh, that summer before I got the DNA test. And... Uh, you and uh, Tyler had sat down with me and sitting there having a good day, drinking at the bar, and uh, you let me know uh, that you had suspicions that a guy was my dad, and all you had to do was show me a picture of him. And like you, you didn't have to say a word, you just showed me a picture. It's pretty apparent that I finally found the man that I was supposed to look like. And after that, you know, that whole ball got rolling, that's when you got me the DNA test. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I, we did. We had a pretty good conversation. Uh, it was. I, I wasn't sure we'd talk about that today, to be honest. Um, you know, that was a hard decision for me to make, and we we've talked a lot about that. You know, um, and uh, Chris and I we talked about that the other day that. As you were growing up, I, I wasn't sure when the right time was to tell you, to tell you was that I had those suspicions. Um, not only for your own development as a teenager and a young man and, and some of the things you were going through, but your relationship with the person that, that you had always known as your dad. Um, you know, there's a lot of, lot of guilt and responsibility here to the, the concern to make sure that, that we didn't disrupt that. But in the end, especially with what I've gone through, I felt you needed to know. I, I honestly believe that um, that knowing the truth is better than anything. And I say all the time, as long as I know what I'm dealing with, I can deal with anything. It's true. Um, but being misled and deceived, no matter what the circumstances, doesn't sit well with me. I guess I projected that a little bit onto you as well. But... Um, but that's ultimately the reason that we made that decision. I'm glad uh, that I did, um, I, though, you know, we got you the DNA kit because it's you know, something we're doing here with the DNA and we laugh about our ancestors, we talk a lot about our ancestors, you know, gene genealogists. We have a conversation a lot about our mom's side of the family, yeah. um, which we've discovered that, I don't, this is a way side topic, but it's really cool. We have discovered um, that we are descended from the Plantagenets, from the the uh, the monarchy from England, with uh, King John and uh, Richard the Lionheart, and uh, so my mom's lineage comes down through that, which has been a really cool discovery through all this. Um, with knights uh, going all the way up, all the way up to uh, to John the Gaunt, which is if you're a history buff. So that's been really cool for us. So have you tracked yours back? Uh, have you gotten any more on the ancestry and looked uh, beyond how they break you down percentage-wise? Because I've not done what he's done. You know, uh, the, the, what is it? The, that William the Bruce, uh, the Bjorn, the... <laughs> <laughs> Bjorn, Bjorn the Fearless. That's the other thing. I'm, I'm, I'm like 
75% Viking or something. So, so I kind of know the lineage in terms of the percentages, you know, from here and there. And quite frankly, sitting here right now, I don't recall the percentages. It's mostly, uh, I think, Western, Northwestern European is the bulk of it. Uh, it migrated over here, but I, didn't know, I haven't really dug into it. So I didn't and know if you I'll had show you some sites. We talked about that. I'll show you some sites that will break that down even farther to show you where that comes from. Yeah. There's a lot of history that comes to which is a you know a different conversation for a different day but we'll we'll definitely uh we'll definitely work on that so um why, why don't you tell me a little bit from your angle how all this worked i mean um you're just sending your kids well, so 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 but my sister and i now i'm a big guy i'm six six two eighty we'll say <laughs> uh tall blonde hair blue eyed my sister is five two dark hair dark eyes Mom was blonde hair, blue eyes. Dad was, you know, and she was small, uh, petite, and Dad was big with dark hair. So uh, we don't exactly look like brother and sister, right? Because she has Dad's characteristics, but Mom's size, and I have Mom's characteristics, hair and eyes, but Dad's size. So we'd always kind of kidding each other. Oh, you're the milkman's kid. You're the milkman's kid. <laughs> so, uh, so my sister got us the the ancestry kit for Christmas, you know, because and, and more for anything. I have a big family, but in the end, I have a small family. It's my sister and my dad and my nieces. So I don't, um, I kind of lost contact with family from Alabama. I'm originally from Alabama, but I don't know my lineage much beyond that. So, you know, more, you know, kind of a joke between she and I with, you look like the bookmates kid, you know, that, that, uh, I didn't again. Um, we just, you know, we, we, that's the reason I did it. And then, uh, you know, so I did the test, sent it in, and uh, when I went to check, uh, probably equally as shocked. You know, um, I knew I knew the name right away. You know, the, your last name. I knew that name right away. Because from a small town. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, knew that right away, um, and, and was floored. Honestly, I, I, I spoke to Sean, my wife Sean. Um, you know, showed her some message I got from your mom, and because uh, I assume you had spoken to her when that when you found out, yeah. um, and she had sent me some messages, so I you know spoke to my wife about it, and uh, but, but that's how it came about. Um, it was shocking and uh, unexpected, but um, I'm very much into see what we can do with it from here. And you you sent Jeff a message. I did. Yeah, I, I sent him a message because, you know, it was it was a surprise to me. But for somebody, for him as the child with no, no decision-making ability in that anywhere, not at fault, right? Right. Um, so I wanted to make sure and make whatever happens kind of your choice because – that's all that matters in this, really, honestly. I mean, I have, you know, of course, I want to know who you are. I want to, you know, grow a relationship with you. But in the time you needed to happen in, I don't want to make, you know, any expectation. I didn't want to do all that. So I'd sent you the message, kind of, you know, told you, you know, I don't, I don't recall, honestly, because it was you know, very emotional at the time. But yeah. Um, I was scared that that you wouldn't even want to know who I was. So I, you know, essentially introduced myself, gave you a little medical history, just in case you never wanted to talk to me again, you know, from a genetic standpoint, um, and just kind of left it there. I didn't want to rush it, push it, 
uh, you know, twist your arm to do anything you didn't want to do. What, what, did, what did you think when you got the message? Um, I was appreciative of it, you know, at the time. Uh, I still wasn't sure how to react to it, you know. Yeah. And you know, That's a lot. at the time, I was 24, you know, and I had a lot of other stuff that I was trying to work on from a personal standpoint, and that kind of piled on top of it. So I wasn't real sure how to handle that for, yeah. for quite a while. And I don't I think it was maybe a year later or something that I finally messaged you back and, and you know, slowly got into getting into the, getting to know you. Yeah. No, and and I, since the first contact, there hasn't, there, I'll let you know, there wasn't a day that didn't go by that I was like, you know, but some form of contact, you know, either reach out or wonder what he's doing kind of thing. I, um, you And that, that brings it, I mean, you said this a minute ago. I want to, I want to, I want to really hit on that because we're we're going to have a lot of people watch this that you can't imagine the various the various circumstances and results that come from this and, and this is this is this is a happier ending and and there there are obviously some there's some negative parts about this. This four days has been amazing, <laughs> in my opinion. Uh, but we have people who are going to be watching that are just finding out or are, are struggling with this we're, I think we're going to have parents that are just finding out and they're struggling with this to have, have a family so I, I think this is critical you said something important and you and I agree with this completely now I have a different vantage point because I'm an NPE and I know what he's going through yes that's, that's other, kind of the side of the coin yeah yeah, that's a little cheating because I, we can identify that. I mean, that we have that bond that, that most people don't have. But I think it's it's remarkable that you let him have this timeline. You let him have his space. I think that's that's critically important. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. It was very hard, but it, that's the way it had to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it's traumatic, isn't it? Yeah, it's not anything like, not any kind of feeling that I could have ever thought or imagined is it it's pretty heavy. Yeah. And the, the crazy thing is, is that, is that so many people, I've, I've had so many people tell me, and I don't know if you have or not, because I know you haven't talked to too many people about it. I've had people tell me, and then so many people in my group also have had people tell them this, your dad's your dad. I don't understand why you're acting like this. It isn't a big deal. It doesn't, it doesn't have anything to do with who you are. That's not true, is it? Not at all. It it, it it is like a punch in the gut. And it's something that people, unless people will experience it, they can't. They just absolutely can't understand it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I'll never forget the look on your face. I'll never forget it. And immediately I thought, immediately I thought, I don't know if I made the right decision or not. And, yeah, and, and, and I, I knew I knew I did deep down, and, and you know, but I still I still think about that. Um, the the remarkable thing, and I don't know if I told you this, is that when that when that when that moment happened, um, we we were on vacation. We were having a good time. We were sitting in a bar on the beach in Huntington Beach, uh, watching baseball and drinking beer for like eight hours. I mean, we didn't go anywhere. It was it was honestly one of the greatest greatest days of my life. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> um, but what a what a great place for that to happen, yeah. and um, and and I told you, and it was it was really emotional for about two minutes, and then he snapped right out of it, and I said, "Hey, are you okay?" And he goes, "Yeah." 
and I think you said something about the, I don't remember exactly how you said it, but you were better than you've been in a long time. That, and you started talking about this, everything suddenly started to make sense. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so when I was younger, you know, my, uh, the person that I called that, he's, he's only five, nine, five, ten, you know, my mom's five, six, five, seven. And I was six foot by the time I was 12, 13 years old. And so I, you know, that was the first time that I really wondered, like, okay, what's going on here? You know, and over the years, I'd ask my mom, sometimes jokingly, sometimes serious, like, am I adopted? Like, there's no way. I, I did the same thing. Yeah. I, did, I did the exact, I know what you Just that natural feeling, I know something's not right here. And, uh, and I think I, the last time I asked my mom was uh, when I was 21 or 22, so just a couple years before I found out about all this, and, and asked her, point blank as an adult, like, I need you to let me know if there's anything I should know, like, I feel like, like Brad, there's no way he can be my dad, and she, she still denied it and told me that there's no way, and that I, so I went on the next couple of years, you know, thinking, okay, maybe I'm just a lucky one, you know, somehow I got the tall gene, and uh, so when, when time came to finally know who he is and you kind of tell me you know he's he's a huge guy he might be bigger than me and you know that made sense i i could see somebody that i look like finally and, it, and everything finally started to, to make sense and, and uh <laughs> an interesting note to the story is i really didn't tell you did i no what what, what did i do uh all you told me you said you, you looked over at tyler and you're like are you ready for this and he said, yeah, and then you opened your phone up, and you said, your life's about to change, and then you showed me a picture of him. I didn't say anything, did I? didn't say a word. And did you know right away? Yeah. That's, it was, I can't say right away. It was, you know, five seconds or so, I kind of examined well, the face. Yeah, you have to process. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're still going, you know, we, we tend to see what we want to see based on our conditioning and who we are, who we think we are, and that kind of thing. So five seconds is... Is not a long time for you to get that. If, I, you, pull I, out, yeah. if you pull out a picture of a spaceship, it's going to take me a second to realize it's a spaceship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, that's fine. But you know, like you said, it was it was basically right away. I was able, yeah. even with him having sunglasses on, the picture you showed me, just such strong facial features. You know, because my mom, anytime I would ask her about the "Am I adopted?" kind of thing, or "Why don't I look like my sisters?" She she would tell me that I look like her, and yeah. So and she just that's what I always thought was you know, for whatever reason I got most of my mom's genes I don't get it, and uh, so when I and I did have I do have a lot of features that she has you know look at a picture of me and her together but it made a lot more sense once I saw the picture him like, okay this is that other fifty yeah. percent that I've yeah. been missing my whole life yeah and then we saw the other day um, which. Uh, we, we saw the picture of him when he was about your age. Yeah. And we about all fell off the bar stools. We'll have to we'll have to post it when we I'll send it to you. Well, yeah, I'll send it to we'll you. have to we'll have to put that in here. Um, as well as um, as well as the clip of you guys meeting. I want I want to put that in. We'll, we'll show that. Let's take a look at that. <laughs> so so. One of the biggest things that people really struggle with about this is um, 
is obviously their identity, right? So you went from from thinking you're this person or, or come from these people and now you don't come from these people. And that's a hard adjustment, right? Because for all intents and purposes, and, and my, my apologies, for all, all intents and purposes, this is a complete stranger. Yeah. Yeah. We've known each other four days. Yeah, exactly. Four days. And so I don't think people understand how hard, how hard this is. Would, would you, if you had the choice right now, to take the red pill or the blue pill. And Change it all or keep it as is? Yeah, to go, go back, go back and never have found out and lived your life the way it was, or to know the truth and move forward, what would you choose? Uh, definitely to know the truth. Truth, for I sure. Would, I would have to. I would have to. For sure. I'd have to agree with that yeah. completely. Because so. even, even, you know, the timing of it was, I've thought about that a lot. Like, if I was in your shoes, what I've done, it do I want to know still? And and what I've thought of is, is if I would have known, like, if, if somebody would have told me when I was a sophomore, junior in high school, with as many different things as, as I was battling as a teenager and the way home life was and everything like that, you know, that could have pushed me in a completely different direction than where I am now. Whereas I find out when I'm 23, 24 years old, whatever it was, I have, you know, had some more experience in life. I've gone through a few more things. I'm more emotionally stable. So it was, it was really the perfect time to do it. You know, I was, didn't need to keep wondering about it. And so, but I was able to handle it in a better way than I would if I was a kid. I, I appreciate you, you saying that. We, we talked about that a few minutes ago uh, before we, we started recording it. Um, you, I saw, I've seen a great evolution in you since you've been here. And that was ex the exact moment that I knew that it was time to tell you for that reason right there. And, uh, you know, the, the there's a question about telling a minor. There's a huge question about telling a minor. You know, is 13 the right age? Is 15 the right age? There's even there's even a debate about 18. Now, 18, you're, you're, you're legally an adult. Is, is that the right age, you know? Um, but in your case, I don't think it was. You know that you. There were a lot of things you were going through from the age of, of fifteen to that twenty-two mark, and we talked about that a little bit. And that I felt like that you had finally stabilized your life, and you were kind of stand up on your own, and that you had that foundation to take a punch. And I think that's critical. It's absolutely critical. Um, but what I didn't want to do was was wait until you were you know forty-six years old. Um, because I feel cheated. I feel absolutely, I, I'm, I'm grateful to be a part of this. I want to thank both of you for letting me be, be a part of this. I, I think mutual, likewise. Yeah, I appreciate that. I, I think it was, I think it's only, it only made sense. I mean, we've known each other for a long time, long time. and uh, and this is neutral ground. It, you know, either you could leave at either time if things weren't going the way you wanted. You know that I, that I would protect you under any circumstances. He knows that I would protect you because he knows me. He knows I would protect you under it. And, and I would then, expect you to. Absolutely. So, <laughs> um, but 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 beyond that, from a selfish standpoint, I didn't I didn't get to meet my father. You know, and um, and we, we talked about that too. And and you know, I I, I told you that I told you that I told you that I told you um, <laughs> that you could you could do what you want. You had any choice. You know, and you knew that I supported you in everything. But but I did tell you, 
your biological father is still alive and mine isn't. And I wanted you to think about that, not because I wanted to persuade you to do it, but because it's critical. You had the opportunity to meet him, and then you get to decide whether you want to continue a relationship, whether you don't want a relationship. But as an adult, you get the opportunity to decide. With all the information, I think having all the information is what's critically important about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I, I'm just grateful that I, you know the circumstances are the way they are, that we could, we could do it this way, this week, the way that we've done it. Yeah, but I look, so I've had time to process it since the year, right, and, and look back on things. And, you know, I wish you and I had got to know each other before, but it is where, where we are now. Right. And I'm just you know thankful for you for hosting us this week at your home these couple these few times and getting together. But most importantly, you know, from my seat, it, it was always kind of where this kind of went. It was where you were with it, right? Because I, I was never going to twist your arm about any of that. So I, I, I'm incredibly grateful, thankful, blessed that you know it, it's been open and receptive, and we've been able to connect. And, uh, you know, obviously look forward to continuing uh, the relationship, you know. Um, but this, is, this has been way beyond my expectation yeah. of where I thought this was going. You know? It didn't help it was warm, warm and sunny all week. Either. Man, it's uh, been nice. I'm here to tell you. <laughs> Flip-flops in February is awesome. Yeah, Flip-flops right. in February. Yeah, awesome. but uh, no, just that, cause like you, I didn't really mature emotionally until into my 20s. You know, when I think I told you earlier, right? met Sean and, and you know I was just a late bloomer in that regard so perhaps it worked out that this way for a reason you know because yep. I wouldn't have been able to process that I don't think at a at that age you know in my late teenage years early very early 20s it was a very hard time for me you know um, just my personal I was, I was just doing that so it would have been not have been a time to try to process that because I probably would have made terrible decisions with it you know, there's a lot of people that, that, and I'm not sure that I don't subscribe to this, that everything happens for a reason, so um, it's it's been good. It's been Whatever good. the reason, man, I'm, I'm, again, incredibly thankful that, for this opportunity. Yeah. Love you, man. Thank Glad you. you decided to take a vacation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was good. That was well, good. And I apologize, you know, I just wanted to make sure you had the time. I didn't, again, didn't want to crowd you with it. Just want to make sure you had the time. But Well, I, I want to... I want, I want to thank you both for doing this. We actually, I, we've been playing a podcast. I've been playing it for about a year. We've talked a lot about it. We weren't scheduled to do anything until March. Um, and then this weekend happened. You guys met and everything. Well, it was, it was seamless. And uh, this just seemed like the right thing to do. And I, I appreciate you both being able to, uh, being willing to sit down and tell your Absolutely. story. It's not easy to tell this story. Um, no, this is incredibly personal. It is incredibly and, and personal. Some, you know, a lot of people maybe maybe try to keep it incredibly private. Uh, uh, but at the same time, try to keep it incredibly private. But at the same time, you know, I, I was not to interrupt. I apologize, but to tell, you know, I've been telling him, you know, this just I've not been wanting to. I'm not that. You, you know, I've been wanting to kind of share that with people because yeah. I, I don't want you to think I'm not proud. You know, because I may not know you all that well. We'll we'll get to, we'll get there, but. It doesn't matter. I'm incredibly proud. Yeah, Jeff, I, w I want to ask you. Uh, I want to ask you real quick um, about your dad. Okay. And, um, and I don't have anything specific I wanted to ask you. I just I, I just want to know: Is there anything you want to say 
about, you know, people, uh, a lot of NPE people have a lot of guilt about the person that raised them in all this. They're, they're a victim as well. Absolutely. And, and as, as many, you know, and as many emotions as you've had about finding out you had a son you never knew about, you have a person who's had a son his whole life found out that it wasn't his. And not wanting to disrupt it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I, and I, I don't have anything preconceived or anything. I just want to know, is there anything you, you want to say about that? Um, well, I know when I finally went to my dad and I told him what the situation was, he was about as even keel about it as I could have ever thought, you know. Cause, uh, that that is surprised me. Yeah, it's pretty even keel. Yeah, and you know, I knew, you know, I don't know if I'm assuming him, my mom, had talked since, you know, what what they do is, is their deal. But he was real cool about it with me, and you know, he when I told him, all he said was, I don't know anything about that. You need to talk to your mom. Um, and then we talked about how, you know, even though he's not biologically my dad, I let him know, like, your dad to me, you know what I mean? And I don't want our relationship to change. So he was, I'm really lucky in that regard. I've seen a lot of other people that have kind of horror stories about situations like that. Yeah. And, and the way he was, I'm really lucky. And I'm also really lucky that from your end, not only were you receptive about meeting me, but you were patient and you know, there were a lot of times I thought, okay, I should probably hit him up. I feel like I'm being selfish. He probably really wants to talk to me and, and likewise give me that. <laughs> um, but but again, uh, you know, like I said, you you had patience and, and you let me go through the process and uh, and now we're here and we're finally able to meet. And, uh, so like I said, I've been I've been really lucky. Yeah. Well, and if I may, from my side of it, and some of the waiting is. So I grew up with, you know, my, my real dad and I, the gentleman I called dad, he was, he was a stepdad to me. So in that regard, I don't know the relationship, you know, when we first, when I, this all came to light, I just made the assumption that you and your parents had a great relationship. So the last thing I wanted to do was be the wedge to get in that, right? So it all came out. So the naturally first concern is, well, you know, this, this poor kid just found out his dad's not his dad. You know, or and, and then that whole roller coaster. I remember talking to my wife about that, and uh, trying to. Uh, it's all I can say is I can only imagine what that is like. I, I don't know, because I, you know, you guys both know I don't know. Yeah. But certainly, you know, I mean, I, I know Brian. You know, well, well, I say I know from high school, right? Thirty years ago, forty years ago now, it's close, getting there. <laughs> but but. It, not wanting to be a wedge between any of that. If you've got a great relationship with him, keep a great relationship with him, you know. And I have a stepdaughter, same kind of thing. When I uh, got with uh, Sean, you know, my girlfriend, then wife now, her daughter was seven from a previous marriage, and did not want to come. You don't come between that relationship, you know. In the, in the world, in society, we are now where, where fathers is play such a key role in terms of the, the family unit and. Keeping kids out of trouble and guided, and, and you know the, the you know that kind of thing. Um, I didn't want to be a part of yeah. troubling that. If it was good, I wanted it to remain good, and, and I would have, um, you know, if it was your choice, you know, if things are good here, I, I appreciate knowing, but really, I don't want anything to disrupt this. As painful as that would have been, I would have, yeah. if that's what you would want it. Um, 
But I would have snuck in, you know, things here and there, maybe. But I certainly wouldn't want to break up, yeah. you know, that if, if it was. And we we've seen in Jeff Jeff, uh, you remember of the MP group, you know, yeah. fellowship. And there are a lot of horror stories. There are uh, biological parents that slam the door. There are biological parents that initially welcome the person, and then the the wife or the children of that parent slams the door. Um, there, uh, there are parents, and so the, the terms used are, there's BF, which is biological father, and then there's BCF, which is birth certificate father, and that's how we learn to we discern between the two so we're not confusing a conversation mm -hmm. using things like father and dad and that kind of thing. It uh, becomes very confusing. There are um, a lot of circumstances where the birth certificate father actually becomes angry that the child wants to find a biological father and that ruins that relationship. So the fact that you know that you have both men willing to negotiate these waters is, is an incredible is an incredible blessing for you. Um, I I have I have the same thing to an extent. Obviously my biological father passed away in 2004. I'll never get to meet him. Though I've met, I've met his brother um, who, when I got out of the car, said, oh my gosh, you look just like my brother. It looked like he'd seen a ghost, which was, you know, incredible. Because I, like you, I grew up my whole life not looking like anyone, except my mother. And then uh, then suddenly now I found all these people on Facebook. I look like all of them. I have this huge, massive tribe up in Ohio. I didn't even know it existed. Um, and they all look like, like uh, relatives. But um, my dad, uh, my birth certificate father, has been extremely... Your grandfather, yeah. um, he's been extremely supportive through this whole thing, and um, we had a conversation initially many many years ago. We had a conversation and we discussed the possibility of this. It was confirmed, and he has supported me finding my biological family. Um, I think it's taken its toll on him emotionally, um, and I certainly understand that. Uh, you know that that's a hard hit to take. We mentioned that earlier, which makes me even respect him more that he is so supportive because um, I think I think it, ha it has taken the soul of people handle that differently. Sometimes people lash out and get angry, but the, uh, I, I personally believe that this has actually brought us closer, to be, to be quite honest, and he, and, and with our mom. But, but if my biological father were still alive, I would pursue that relationship as well. And, I, and I, I'm sure he knows that because he encouraged me to try to find him. He encouraged me to go meet my uncle. Um, he would have no problem with that. And and I think when people begin, and this is, may kick the hornet's nest here, but when people begin to, um, when people love each other, love someone for the right reasons, they allow them to do what they need to do to grow and be happy. When people love each other for selfish reasons because they're getting a payback, which is easy to do, we all do it, but then they want to control the situation. And so I'm thankful that uh, my birth certificate father saw the need and that he, he saw that I needed to go out and figure this out. Um, your birth certificate father's done the same and your, your biological father's done the same. And I think that's, that's, that's incredible. Um, any last things you got? Anything else you want to say before we, we wrap this up? 
No, again, just uh, it's it's been an incredible week. Yeah, well, week. So I've been here since Tuesday. It's now Friday. It's our last night here, so we go home, go home at Indiana tomorrow. But uh, I think it's going to be the, the first of I don't know how many trips. <laughs> but definitely want to continue to grow this. And, and thankful for you and Michelle for letting us come over here because uh, we came down here with you. You know, it's it's not a vacation. My intent was. You know, to come here, and if I just got the one opportunity to speak with you, then you know that that would have been what it is. I put things on the table. Uh, that you know that I, at least I would have gotten that. I'm, I'm again incredibly thankful that you know it's turned out as well as it has. At least I, I feel like it's turned out really well, and we're going in a really good, positive direction. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I, again, I've only known you four days, but I love you, man. Um, this is this has been aside from the, the day my daughter was born. You know, this is this is uh, my wedding day. This is the third best day. Well, not in that any particular order, you know, but of the of the, of the you know. Yeah, be very careful there. Right. No, of, of the memorable uh, events you're, in your you're, life. You're on camera. I know. Is, I know. The, you know, the birth of my daughter, the marriage of my wife, and, and finding out, um, you know, uh, a twenty-six year old son. You know, uh, I, congratulations! I, it's a boy, right? <laughs> I grew up in a family of girls. It's always been, you know, I have a sister. My my sister had girls. They had girls. I, uh, when I met my wife, uh, I was living with her and two roommates, and there's four girls. And, and the dog was a girl. The cat's a girl. It's it's always been girls, you know. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's been fantastic, and I really. Uh, um, you know, I've, I've, I've ached about it, of what this may have done to you over time, the wondering and whatnot. And uh, this has been really special. Yeah, yeah it's been great. Yeah, absolutely. Man, great. He's a man of few words. <laughs> <laughs> and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, we, we didn't, uh, in the clip that we showed earlier, um, you two were dressed alike the first day you met each other. Yeah. Identical. You're dressed Pretty almost much. identical. Minus the shoes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think you had a, like a black stripe on the side of your shirt, and you're wearing different hats. Other yeah, than the that, red shirt, gray shorts. It's because you wouldn't be caught dead wearing an Alabama hat. Right? Don't like <laughs> <laughs> and that's all good. Be you. You don't gotta like them. You know, uh, respect. You gotta respect them. Come on. No. <laughs> all right. So um, we're gonna wrap this up. I, I want to thank you for uh, for watching or listening, whatever the case may be. Um, my website is thebradleyhall.com. Uh, if you or, or someone you know is an MPE, I have an MPE, a free MPE resource kit on thebradleyhall.com. Uh, you just have to give us uh, your name and your email address so we can uh, we can bug you a little bit. Um, I, I say that, but we're very we're very cognizant about spam and that kind of thing. Um, but we do want you to sign up for our mailing list so we can tell you what we have going on, uh, different events and, and things going online. Uh, but that MP resource kit has uh, a lot of information, and we're, we're constantly adding to it. Uh, if you're an MPE, just found out, or you, or you know someone who, who could use it, maybe maybe they're struggling with their situation. Uh, our, our podcast is going to be a regular thing. Um, we're, we're open to, uh, if you want to be a guest, uh, if you have topic suggestions, uh, sponsors, we love sponsors, um, please get a hold of us. You can contact me at info at thebradleyhall.com is, is an email. Uh, please tell all your friends. If you're listening to this podcast, you can also find this on YouTube where we would love for you to come in uh, and like, share, and subscribe and all that stuff. Um, you want to look for me at, at 
Dee Bradley Hall, and my moniker is The Health Preacher. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook at The Health Preacher. Uh, Twitter and Instagram is at The Bradley Hall. Uh, so again, please tell all your friends. Thanks for listening or watching, whatever the case may be. Uh, we appreciate your support. And uh, until next time, take care of yourself.